and we're live. Hello, welcome back to episode two of Professional Idiocy. This is your host, Barat, and I'm with James. Hello. Alright, let's get right into it. Today is fact of the day. We're going to do two facts today, because I found a really funny one. A single strand of spaghetti is called spaghetto. So, why is it not just SpaghettiOs? <gasps> is that where the name came from? No, SpaghettiOs. But the first thing that pops into my head, first thing that pops into my head is just the Italian mafia, and then the territory they control is just called the Spaghetto. <laughs> that is great. I just love to be that one Italian just going, Hey, get out of my spaghetto. You know, think about how much funnier Mario would be if that was his <laughs> voice line. Wrong spaghetto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Get the hell out of my spaghetto. <laughs> the only other person allowed in here is Luigi. <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> So, wait, does that mean there's two Luigi's? Because Mario is O, which is one, and E is plural, so Luigi's. Oh. I just, true. I broke Nintendo. Boom. I did it. I'm a god. Shattered them into three separate <laughs> That should be the Luigi. new Smash Bros. Luigo. Luigo. <laughs> Luigo one and two. <laughs> So wait, does that mean like Waluigi also now has like four different versions of himself as well? Oh shit. Waluigo? <laughs> Alright, that's so... It's like thing one and thing two. Why would you only have one thing of pasta though? Like it should just be spaghetti and it should just always one be... one strand of pasta? <laughs> Who would eat one strand of pasta is my question. I, I don't know, man. You know, you gotta... There's no you know, like, benefit. When you, boil, when you boil the spaghetti, you gotta, like, pick one up and try it. Yeah, so but then boil. I say, hey, try the spaghetti, not have this spaghetto. You'd no be like, one hey, said spaghetto. spaghetto. Oh, my God. What a weird little tidbit. <laughs> Alright, you got anything else on the docket, or are we just going to start rambling? Um, in 2009, this is the other fact of the day, in 2009, Stephen Hawking held a reception for time travelers, but didn't publicize it until after. This way, only those who could time travel would be able to attend. Nobody else attended. Did anyone show up? Pretty sure people showed up, yeah. Wait, is there confirmed reports of people showing up, or is it just Stephen Hawking saying, hey, I sh there were some people who showed up? Stephen Hawking? This is our research portion of the episode where we didn't look into this. Oh, nobody can. Aww. Alright, time travel's a hoax. Stephen Hawking hosted a party for time travelers, but no one came. Sad. Aww. Then he died, so... Clearly someone time traveled to do something else. Imagine that's what it's like. It's just like Terminator. So, right after he releases that, you know, there was a party. Just Terminator shows up. Just... <laughs> be hilarious. 
I'd hate to be a time traveler. Imagine if somebody had showed up to that party. You know how awkward it would have been? Yeah, exactly. He's like, uh, hey, I was expecting more people to be here. Yeah, well, uh, you see, uh, I meant to show up like five minutes ago, you know, when this was all a big joke in your head, but, uh, what up? Uh, from the future. Hey, 2099. <laughs> 2099. Um, clearly you haven't had the if pandemic yet. the human yet. race is extinct. Yeah. Trump's still president. <laughs> we had discovered how not to die. And now we have a huge overpopulation problem. But then we, we invaded Mars. <clears throat> Alright. I guess we're done with facts for today. Uh, J- James, do you have any questions for me? Questions any? for you. Yes. How are you doing? And I'm why fine. is my software glitching up? It's like my face just left my face alone. It's so weird. Yes. That that sentence makes so much sense. They'll understand it. Never. <laughs> I'm fine. How's school? God. Do you have integrity? <laughs> We're not gonna get in. <laughs> there are some things we will not touch, and that will be one of them. <laughs> but no. Um. Nah. How's life? What? What? What do we have planned for? upcoming podcasts what are we what are we looking at into the future also some de- uh, demographic stuff would be awesome uh i think uh we're all males everybody who listens to the episode is a male and they're all in between the age ranges of 17 to 20 so our typical viewership is us <laughs> yes. Yes. We, we listen to our own episodes. I don't, because I have integrity. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> integrity! Hey, how, I thought... Uh, watching. I thought Emily listened to it. Our demographics are clearly wrong. Just clearly wrong. No. So let's start talking about if you were born a year earlier and you had the right to vote, who are you voting for? Oh, we're, we're doing this? Okay. I have nothing better to talk about. I opened up Google News. First thing I see is the election. I'm like, all right, where did... I opened up oh, wait, New York huh? Times. The first thing I see is, quote, lesson of the day with nowhere to go teens flock to among us we do flock to among us and then we kill (laughs) the imposter with among us that game has really blown up over the last like two three weeks it started with some like brazilian or korean streamers did you hear that alexandria alexandria ocasio cortez went on a stream last night and then did a huge Among Us game with a bunch of popular streamers. So we have, like, someone who's uh, in the House of Representatives 
going on to Twitch to play Among Us. How crazy is that? Damn. And it's also, hold on, I have a couple facts up for that one. It is the third biggest streaming thing ever on Twitch. Uh, let's see, it had, it has around 4.7 million views in total. And they got some really big names to come on here, like Pokimane and Jacksepticeye. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I kind of want to watch this. I'll watch it after. That is amazing, though. Alright, who do you think... Which color is the most sus? My experience? Lime. Lime? Lime and cyan. Always. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, for me, it's always red. Red. That's what everyone says, but I need to subvert I expectations. I know, but you remember the you remember the Among Us game we talked about in the last episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because our friend was playing. I thought he was playing white. Exactly. What color was he? White. It was red. Oh shoot. Oh god. Well, I still think cyan is always the biggest suspect. Fair. I think if you just choose that color, you're not cool enough for blue and you're not cool enough for green. So you're playing this weird middle ground of just being really suspicious about what color you are. I don't know. Alright, what color what color is your main? What what color do you main? Yo, if I can main any character in Among Us, I would totally main black because, you know, my username is Batman and, you know, it goes with the general aesthetic, but if black's already taken, I'll take dark blue because, you know, I'm a big Ravenclaw. I love Doctor Who, so, like, the TARDIS and, uh, <laughs> your face of disappointment is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my color main, though, dark green has to be I'm vibing with the soldier combo I got dark green I got my soldier hat with the uniform on it's either that or I'm going uh it's either that or I'm going dark blue and I got the cop uniform I would not do that if I was you <laughs> get rid of that look right now <laughs> no I've Tended to stay away from wearing the cop one. Uh, yeah. No, it's really fun to main in Among Us. <laughs> well, think about it though. If Smash yeah, Brothers is now allowing Minecraft, advantage. what? Hold on. If Smash Bros is now allowing Minecraft, what makes them think that Among Us is now like territory? You can totally do that. You know how weird Smash Bros would be if they allowed Among Us sure, characters? But Smash, like, Minecraft makes sense, because Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time. But it's not even under Nintendo's scope. So, you know what, here's what's funny to me. They'll put Minecraft Steve over Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you their priorities. So they're like, look, we could have three Waluigos, but we'd rather have Steve instead. 
It's <laughs> exactly it. You know what? They're like, you could have three Waluigos or you could have Steve. And everyone in the internet was like, we're going to go with Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be great. That's honestly really sad, though. I was not expecting Steve when they announced it. Oh, I called I called Steve. I really didn't think they were going to go that far because it's not even a Nintendo brand. I figured they I know that Smash Bros is all about like pulling from different genres and stuff, but they've been somewhat Nintendo related except for the anime stuff. Well, no. I mean, Byleth Byleth is just a fire emblem. Is Fire Emblem Nintendo? Yes, I don't play Fire, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem is a Nintendo property, James. I don't play Fire Emblem. Don't judge me. Fair point. You see me playing video games? You know how much I movies mean, and TV also... shows I have? Banjo-Kazooie is also in the game now. Yeah, I thought it was, was a weird choice. That was a Nintendo, and then there was... Um... And there's... What is it? Uh... Raw. Hero... Hero from Dragon Quest. I didn't know they still made Dragon Joker Quest game. Persona. Alright, every time I hear Joker, automatically I'm thinking of DC Comics. It's just an automatic click for me. Yeah, alright. Makes uh, sense. I don't know if that's just the inner geek in me who's like, but if you want Joker, go play Mortal Kombat. And then we'll lose my crap anytime I hear Joker being referred to in any other context. I don't know if this is some ultimate nerd or not, but I will rant, and I have ranted against the use of Joker in any other context. I know that makes me an asshole, but it's my personal <laughs> dick move to do. <laughs> it's something you have to do. It's something I now do to piss off Fire Emblem. Sorry to piss off my weeb friends. It's become a life goal of mine now to do it. Because if they're going to have... How the hell are you supposed to piss off the game, James? By existing and not playing it. Not playing it means they don't make money. That will piss them off. They've also made, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars already. And now they have 40 less bucks. <laughs> Alrighty then. I'm that cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to talk about cheap? Jesus. Yeah, might as well get into it. I could glue a penny <laughs> to the floor and you'd still try to pick it up. I don't believe in the penny. You would you would try and cut the tile out, alright? I still don't believe in the penny. I think it is a useless coin. I think it makes my math way too hard when getting groceries. It's and, literally just plus one, James. Okay, but it costs two cents to make one cent. No, it doesn't. It does. Have you looked up the how much it costs to yes, make? Yes, I, I believe it costs like 1.5 cents. All right, that's one and a half cents. You're losing 0.5 cents per cent. All right, fair. How much... Does it cost to make a penny? It costs two cents to make one penny and seven cents to make a nickel. Isn't that a little sad? 
you're losing money to make money. Well, that's just dumb. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think we should get rid of the penny. So then all change transactions should be rounded to the nearest 10? Or the nearest 5. Yeah, if if I had my personal way, coins would not exist. I think <laughs> coins is a waste of time. Just make everything a single unit. System with credit cards, like credit cards just pay the exact amount, we move from there. Exactly. But with change, you just round to the nearest 5. I think that it should be like a credit system where we have a universal like credit almost that works anywhere so like when you turn 18 you get a credit card yeah sure when you like open up a bank account and you know so if you want individual cash like per like country like you still want your own like credit system there's just no change but you can still use cash and stuff but the um it's just pure cash and credits no none of this coin stuff there's way too many coins in the world and they weigh you down all right what about 1249 like how would you pay for a 1249 simple the 49 does not exist <laughs> what why would something need to cost 1249 when you could just round know. it to 12 or round it to 13. But See how much time you... You're charging, you're losing that extra dollar and if you charge 13, you could be losing, uh, you could be losing consumers. Okay. To another but brand. think about it like this. If you normalize the idea of not having coins, all yeah. you have to do is just change the value. So then you wouldn't be losing nor gaining money. So let's say something costs, I don't know, 97 cents before tax, right? Boom, that item's now a dollar. And that's all it is. So if something's like 12.50 now, then boom, it's $13. And then you just normalize it. That's how it should work. Okay. It should be like credits in Star Wars. No, no, not Star Wars, that's a bad example credits like in a sci-fi show that only uses virtual credits to pay for everything they only use whole numbers exactly decimals are dumb unless it's in science which then that's a different thing then you have to worry about sig figs oh god you started on space, my rant. can we talk can we talk about the fermi paradox please what is the fermi paradox it is uh so basically there's so much like so much uh, stuff in the universe, and there's so many uh, planets that we like aliens could live on. So why haven't we come in contact with them yet? All right. Basically. Well, assuming that there is life somewhere else, that means one of two things are possible: either they're not developed enough. To communicate with us and we can't see them yet because we're not that developed or they've hit a point of ascension in their evolution that's so high that we are not worth it to communicate with yeah I'd like to think that we're just not worth it <laughs> 
Just imagine, like, being a alien, just going, what are these humans up to today? And then just, like, they did view over, like, the last 50 years worth of footage, because, like, one day to them is, like, 50 years for us. And they're just like, nope, still haven't solved racism. And then, boom. And they'll be gone for, like, a day in their time. Come back 50 years later. Well, it's 1950, racism still here. Boom. And then just continue going on. That's how I perceive it. Just checking in every couple years. Oh, look at that. They just invented cars. Hey, 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 Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Get over here. You won't believe they just figured out solar power. What? What? It's they like, just well, figured out solar power. What? We did that like three years ago. Dude, our phones run on solar. <laughs> our phones run on black holes, man. <laughs> What's a phone? I don't know. Some old thing. Got <laughs> <laughs> chicks in our heads, man. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd I just be like such the, a funny sitcom, though. Yeah, I just love the idea of aliens just viewing us as just not being anything of net of value to them. Like we'd hook you up to the Matrix, but we'd be losing power if we did that. So we're just going to let you continue your existence. Like, it's like when you see an ant, and instead of stepping on it, it's like, all right, this isn't worth my time, and just let it live. You know how... So, in my opinion, finding alien life is terrifying. Do you think it's because we can't imagine what it looks like? Or not, not just that, the way we but, contact? Uh, there's this concept known as the Great Filters... Oh, I know what those are, but yes, please yeah. explain it. Yeah, so they're uh, like giant barriers that life has to pass to like evolve. And so the more advanced life we find, the more we realize that, oh, damn, the Great Filter's actually ahead of us. So I guess what I'm saying is like the more advanced the life we find, the worse it's going to be for us. What do you mean the worse it'll be for us? Because if we find, like, a humanoid species, or not a humanoid, just a species almost on the same level as us, it means that, A, either they were, uh, they were able to get past the Great Filter, or that the Great Filter is still a challenge that's lying ahead of us somewhere in the future. What have scientists been able to figure out what our next big filter is? No. Like one of the filters is just having um uh, like sustainable environments and then being able to grow from that single cell into a multicellular organism. Like that's one of them. So that's like the initial one, like just being able to have it. That's be a one cell. of them, yes. And then it just continues getting And then harder. yeah, you continue going up that line until you get to like where we are right now. We've passed that sin single cell one, but we're right here where we can't escape our like Earth's gravity for too long. So that that I think is going to be our next filter, colonizing the solar system. Oh, I see. <clears throat> well, good luck ever getting that because we can't even get to Mars. Oh, apparently, if we uh like we have the technology right now to build a base on the moon, like a permanent base. That's always something I've wanted us to do, is just being able to, like, set like, up a base uh, on the moon so it'll make it? travel easier. I think, I think it's if we started now, we'd be done by, like, 2030. 
a Minimum. decade. Yeah. That's gonna be a long time just to sit there and go, oh well. I guess we gotta build this space station. We could make some other cool, like really cool shit. I think we could make a Dyson sphere from there. I think what we should do is set up a shuttle base on there. So it'd be like you go up to the moon, then you use the moon's orbit to slingshot you to Mars, which then you can use its orbit to keep like continuously slingshotting throughout our solar system. Yeah. That's, for, uh, that's how orbital physics is. Yeah, for those who don't understand orbital physics really quickly. So basically the way that Earth's gravity works is... Uh, wait, hold on, I remember, they can't see me. So all the hand diagrams I'm about to do is really hard to describe. So if you picture Earth as, like, the center, right? And then we're a little craft and we shoot out. So the way that the gravity would work is that you'd orbit around the earth once but you're getting farther and farther away from out of earth's gravity and then i believe if i remember this being taught right you go around the second time but instead of completing the rotation what happens is that earth's gravity will essentially sling like shoot you in the direction that you want to go to so if we're going to slingshot we slingshot to the moon and then i think to um mars I think it's just a direct slingshot to Mars, which takes... I don't remember what they said. I think it's like three to four years to get to Mars. I don't remember. I remember I this so. outrageous. It's like two circles. So you do two circles, and then as the Earth's gravity is pulling you down, that angular momentum is giving you a thrust towards Mars. And then you do the same thing, but in reverse. Yeah. So, boom. That's how we get to Mars. Is there a load of physics that I... Don't one hundred percent understand. Neither, neither do I, and neither do the scientists studying it. You know how much easy, how much nice it'd be to. Ooh, that's in English. You know how nice it'd be to be a scientist right now and just sit there and go, "Well, our physics hasn't done much in the last, I don't know, twenty years. Guess I'm gonna just get paid a bunch to sit around." If you okay, let me ask you this: If you became a scientist. And you discovered a new element. What would you name it? <clears throat> Depends on how egocentric I'm feeling that day. <laughs> Let's say you discover element 119. Geranium. James Anium. James Anium. Boom. That's what... That or really? something after James a comic book. Anium? Come on. James Anium. Or James is the best. Or, wait, hold on, Becanium? That would be really cool. You know, I want my whole name to be in there, so when people, like, speak about my element, they have to use my full name in it. And I want royalties every time it's said. I want a 5% royalty every time you speak my element name. <laughs> Even if you use the number 119 to refer to my element, I want a 3%. Nah, not even. Not even if you use it referring to the element. If you say the words 119, I want 3% of it. <laughs> you can say 118 plus 1, but you have to say the plus 1. I want 1% on the plus 1. <laughs> no, I think I'd do something from maybe like a comic book or something. Just like pull from some inspiration. 
I don't know. It depends on the property of the element, too. Like, have well, we predicted what 119 would be? Well, yeah, I think we've predicted what 119 could be. It'd be a group one element. Alright, so... Like, way more reactive than, um... I think it's francium. Yeah, that... You know the elements right. that, like, blow up in water? Yeah, I'm very yeah, aware. Yeah, that. So um, your element could probably be the same thing as, like, a nuclear bomb. Just in water. Then I'd call it... Nucleonium. <laughs> <laughs> Hydra... Bomb. Hydra bomb. You're gonna call Alvin 119. No, Hydra bomb is the new name. Hydra bomb. I've decided it's now Hydra bomb. I just want to see the goddamn name is that. A smart one. It'll tell you exactly what it'll do when exposed to hydrogen and oxygen. Boom! Hydra bomb. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> when I you must... expose when you expose hydro when you expose hydro bomb to water, hey, that's a hydro bomb. It's just the name of the reaction and the element. Exactly. I'm thinking ahead. I'm a pioneer of my time. <clears throat> oh, man. Scientists, be aware. What would you... Alright, if you could rename any element, what what element would you rename? Hydrogen. It's the most, like, widely used element. Alright, what would you rename it to, though? You know, I have no idea what I would rename it to. I have an idea. <laughs> I swear to God, if you say... No, I don't... I have a serious name for it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> if I could rename hydrogen, wait, no, 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 no. I want to rename oxygen. That's the one I'm gonna go after. <laughs> no, I swear to God, if you say some something stupid like hydro bomb plus hydro bomb equals hydro bomb, like, we're not doing this today. <laughs> no, I would do it. I want oxygen would be called the shit you breathe. That's the official name of oxygen. And, and carbon, carbon dioxide would be the shit you breathe out. Because I want to go into a biology textbook and open it up and see the mitochondria takes the shit you breathe in. And it's, it has to be in italics, underlined, and bolded. Anytime you read it, and anytime you have to read it out loud in class, I just picture this idea of just a poor chemistry teacher going, All right, kids, we're going to talk about the shit you breathe! Why are, are you yelling about it? You have to yell it. You have to yell it every time you say the, <laughs> the totally element's written. name. It's just written in all caps all the time. In italics and bolded, yes. <laughs> just apply every effect possible. <laughs> Old caps, underlined, italicized, <laughs> quoted. I was... Rinsed it. 
<laughs> that would be great. Divided, added, subtracted? No. Because then anytime you have to write in a chemistry equation, you know how you could just like go off of one letter? No, 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 yeah. no. You have to literally write out the shit you breathe in plus whatever element you're adding to it. And then <laughs> the reactant <laughs> side, you're going to have to water. do Water. No, water. The shit you drink. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. The bland stuff. That's what we're going to call it. The bland drink. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. No, no, no. Here we go. Rename no, no, water no, no, soda. Right, right, let me give you an example of a reaction with that logic, all right? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Shit you breathe in two plus hydro bomb equals bland shit. Here you go. Yep. That's how all sides must be now. It's just... <laughs> and they have to... No, no. They have to use MLA format to cite <laughs> the sources. The source, James Beck. Why did Page he do this? 43. No idea. <laughs> oh, that would be great. God, that would be so stupid. I personally think that'd be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you know what we do is we get Samuel Jackson to come onto the. You know how many scientists are gonna be pissed off at you? <laughs> <laughs> I want. They're gonna have to rename my element. <laughs> I might drop a hydro bomb on your house, James. <laughs> oh no, not some hydrogen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's gonna work. Yeah, that's that's what I'm seeing. The only element I'd leave alone is Krypton. A hydrogen blimp. A literal hydro bomb. It's just the Hindenburg, but it was James's house. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. So that means we can rename anything. Brought Drew rename an element too, because clearly I have. I call dibs on the shit you breathe in. What would <laughs> you... you breathe in bland shit, hydrobomb shit you breathe out. <laughs> what would you do? I built the whole cat. <laughs> he built the whole periodic table with these. <laughs> I want to re now rebuild the, <laughs> the... <laughs> the table. <laughs> Just Photoshop the whole periodic table together. <laughs> what would you rename? You know, I haven't put that much thought into it. I've just think been about it now. Your stupid suggestions. <laughs> think about it now. Uranium, the boom boom rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'd rename the atom Nagasaki. <laughs> okay. All right then. <laughs> That's what I do. I just be the one jerk scientist who gets thrown out of the scientific community for going too far. Just They're the not ready for my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do if I if I ever found an element. I just like, all right, here's the Dave submission for my new element. But here's some suggestions to fix the other ones as well. And then just like put it all in there. Like I want the uh, element Krypton to be trademarked by DC. Why? Why are you like this? 
Because he got to give Superman his rights. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Man, elements are awesome. Yeah, especially when you rename them to the stupidest things ever. <laughs> I'm telling you, we had Sam Jackson on the line. We could totally just rename the entire periodic table. <laughs> Who's the guy that made the periodic table again? I want to be known as the guy who fixed science. <laughs> the guy who fixed science? <laughs> I just want to be on, like, Neil deGrasse and Star Talk, and he's just like, with us is James Beck. James, how'd you do it? I'm like, alright, so listen, me and my friend were oh, like, how do it we was, fix uh, it? It was Mendeleev. Mendeleev. You remember? Yeah, him. Who? Uh, Dimitri Mendeleev. Oh, the, the guy, guy who, who literally uh, invented the periodic table? That's what I would do. I'd time travel to go visit this guy and go, hey, 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 hey. name all this shit. <laughs> like, hey, guy, Mendeleev. Look, I know you can only speak Russian, but let's talk real quick. <laughs> no, you only speak Russian, and I don't have a translator with me, so let me talk to you in English. No, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> what you're currently oh, rolling you, with? I want you to call hydrogen, <laughs> hydrobomb, or me cheap. <laughs> I want you to call oxygen the shit we breathe. <laughs> I want you to call chlorine the shit in your pool. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is a pool? <laughs> You'll figure it out. Who are you? Why are you in my home? Hey, look at that. I can speak Russian now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I totally do it. I take back every answer I've ever given to, to what would you do if you time travel. I'd go back and fix the periodic table for myself. It's just all of this. This whole episode. Hey, 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 hey. Like somebody asked you, hey, what do you, uh, if you could time travel, what would you do? And then just send a link to this episode. <laughs> all right, skip 15 minutes in. Yeah, right there, right there. You want to start it when I say the words Hydra Bomb? <laughs> <laughs> The man that revolutionized science, everyone. <laughs> James, James Batman Bruce. I want the Nobel Peace Prize for science. <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize. I would have solved all the world's problems by fixing That's the periodic table. You don't get the Nobel Peace Prize for science. When I finish, when I finish figuring oh, out, it's called the Nobel Prize in like physics. You don't get a Nobel Peace Prize. In I would the have solved science. I would have solved the Middle Eastern, the problem in the Middle East and all of its tensions by fixing the periodic wow. table. <laughs> by fixing the periodic table. That's how I'm going to solve all of our problems. Oh, that's going to do anything. That's just going to make them less angry somehow? Yeah, everyone's clearly mad at chemistry. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Oh, trust me. You will not believe once I get into geology. <laughs> no, no, no. This is it's brown rock. This is... Hydrobomb? 
Change it to half of the bland shit. <laughs> Oxygen is half. Of, it's the shit you breathe in with some of the other half of the bland shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. They named they named water before they could get to hydrogen. So they were like, okay, water is bland shit, and you get bland shit by mixing the shit you breathe in <laughs> plus the other half of bland shit. Science. That's what this is. This is James <laughs> revolutionizes science. That's the name of the episode. That's just the name of the episode. <laughs> James fixes the problem with science. You know what I do? James goes back Hold in time on. to create fire. Oh my god, this is my new idea. Hold on, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, got it, got it. We, you know the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Technically. Not, the, the word mitochondria doesn't exist. No. I'll fix this the problem with memorization with the cells <laughs> and the cell structure. Well, technically, okay, technically, the mitochondria isn't the powerhouse of the cell. But I know. So hear me out on its new name. It's, it's only to piss people off. <laughs> That's the name of it. <laughs> the name it's of the it. powerhouse of the cell. But guys, remember, it's not actually the powerhouse of the cell. That's the whole name of it. It was only named this due to the limited. It's only it's only named due to the limited knowledge of scientists. I'd it's like no, it's a time traveler who's just pissed at science. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've renamed it to Powerhouse. <laughs> just Powerhouse. <laughs> it sounds like the name of a DC superhero. I'm sure it is. Well, I want to see if that's a real superhero. I wonder where it's from. Power, how, how is that not superhero? If this isn't a superhero, yeah, it's a real superhero. Yeah, I thought so. It's from Marvel, I think. That's ah. Nova. Yep, that is. Marvel already called dibs on Powerhouse. So this man has a walking, talking mitochondria. Boom. <laughs> he just makes his own energy? No, I have actually no idea what this guy is. Uh, oh, he's a Zandarian. With the superhuman strength and the ability to absorb energy from any source temporarily to enhance his physical strength. Well, powerhouse, have you heard of the <laughs> mitochondria? <laughs> Wait, no, then technically you can sue for royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's pop profits are about to triple. <laughs> what do you mean triple? Zero times three is still three. <laughs> James <laughs> fixes sides. No, Broad still can't do math. Zero times three is not three. <laughs> For all you elementary school <laughs> students. <laughs> Or See, people who you failed math. Science. I want to chill here and revolutionize math. I'm going to change <laughs> Yes, this is the saviors. We are the saviors of this math and science community. You know what? You know what? This is going to be an on ongoing question from now on. <laughs> That's what we're going to ask every interviewer that ever comes yep. on. Each, each, each new speaker and guest speaker, we're going to ask them this. All right.
we've already claimed dibs on element 119 we've already called dibs on oxygen (laughs) (laughs) these are the elements that we've claimed for ourselves (laughs) figure out the next one you know what eventually though eventually i want to get so many people on here that we just have our own periodic table professional idiocy (laughs) and it's financed exactly oh this would be great i would love this what's the element symbol gonna be (laughs) for hydrobomb hb no 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 we're gonna mess with people's minds so you know how some (laughs) elements their letters don't match up to their names yeah like lead and iron yeah that's what i'm gonna do Really no, those people. are for different reasons, James. <laughs> they discovered gold and iron in two separate places at the same time, and it was called two separate things. And guess what? I found element 119. I get to name it whatever I want. I found element 119 in two different places. Element 119 is just going to be called Bo. Bo. <laughs> just B-O. <laughs> Just for no reason, just bow. Bow or ka. And oh, no, 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 hold on. I call dibs on the next couple elements then. Just call what? it dibs. Just call <laughs> the element dibs. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want 119 to be ka, 1120 to be boo, and then 121 to be oom. <laughs> so when you're writing out the periodic table, you're like, where does kaboom start and you're like hydra bomb and you're like yes (laughs) 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 that's a problem when you only allow two letters to be your (laughs) that's the limitation here that is truly sad (laughs) you know what I'd be doing a favor. You, I actually want to change my answer. It won't be kaboom. The only letter that is not on the periodic table is the letter J. And I want an ego stroke. So oh it'd just be the God. letter J. I could finally write my name out on a periodic table. No, I'm keeping kaboom. I actually... Element 119 through 121... Imagine 120 yep. doesn't explode. Like, it's just a non-reactive metal. I mean, honestly, I think when you get to that point, I think they're just all unstable. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're unstable. But I just want 121 to be bland. Just some boring element. Like, it does nothing. <laughs> it just does nothing. <laughs> there's nothing beneficial from it. Like, it's... you can't you can't use it for anything. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> has no purpose it's just there i just now have this vision of the future like we're 200 years in the future and we have spaceships that run off of elements and like your spaceship runs off of methane what are you late what a nerd mine runs off of hydro bomb fix it (laughs) (laughs) rolling up in my star cruiser with yo i got that hydro bomb engine No, no, a hydro bomb <laughs> engine would just cause your ship to explode. Nope. 
You wanna know why? It's cause it's run on kaboom. <laughs> Anytime you wanna know how you know if the engines run on hydro bomb? Anytime you start it to going to warp speed or break it's the sound barrier, all you hear is kaboom and just <laughs> speed across the galaxy. Yes. <laughs> I I swear, be... This is the nerdiest episode we've done, but it's also the funniest. <laughs> Hydra bomb for the win. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's what we've done. We've fixed it. <laughs> Fix the periodic table. Yeah. What other sciences can would you fix if you could fix it? <laughs> You know what I want to fix? E equals MC squared. What would you, how would you fix it? I wouldn't, you know, particularly change anything. But he, he, like, the way Einstein wrote it is energy equals the mass times the speed of light, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, E equals MC squared. So all, all you gotta do is just change up the letters a bit. Just move E to the other side yeah, of the equation. Yeah, exactly. Change E to, like, uh, switch E and C. Alright? And okay. then mass, you turn that into like an X. So. And then you turn energy into a Y. So now they think, now everybody's thinking, oh, look, we're just gonna do a simple MX plus B problem. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's how we break they math and science. Like, <laughs> they look at the speed of light and they're like, ah, good slope, guys. It's a celestial slope at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this again. No. No. We're not doing celestial slope again. That's how I fix science. We do make celestial slope a real thing. All right. I think think we... What's what's the time, James? Hold on. I'm too busy (laughs) researching celestial slope. (laughs) (laughs) I... Nope, oh. don't exist. Oops. We are at <laughs> before editing. I think we should just leave everything as is. We're at 50 minutes. I'm not editing this at all. <laughs> We're at 50 minutes. We have like 10 more minutes to fix science. <laughs> it's just the time machine runs on very limited power, so you only have an hour to do what you want. You know what we should do? We should end the episode at 119 <laughs> at one hour and 19 minutes. <laughs> at an hour and 19 minutes. Yeah, and our right. last word is kaboom. <laughs> and that's where I end the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut the recording. <laughs> kaboom. <boom. laughs> that's where, like, seriously, that's how it ended? Just the outro starts playing in the back. <laughs> yes. Next week. Kaboom! <laughs> Outro music. This is totally how we fix it. What is else from science that really. Wavelengths. Oh, okay. That's how. I fix wavelength equations so they're not so annoying. Oh my god, wavelengths are so annoying. That's what Can I you do. Just fix them so I, okay, the only thing I want to fix is they don't have to do that many calculations. To figure out a color. Yeah, exactly. Why am why can't I just look at something and go ah oh, yes it's this color and then move on? What if you're colorblind? Does your math hey, go James, wrong? Uh, hey James, hey James. Mm-hmm. If a uh, certain particle 
emits an electron of light at 400 oh nanometers. What is the wavelength? A color. <laughs> Red. <laughs> what is the wavelength? Red. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The entire wavelength is just the color. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> There's not even, like, a wave. It's just the color. It's just red. Well, but how do we measure the thing from here to there? Um, if it's a know, color? If you, you can't see the color anymore? You just, you just measure velocity. That's it. No, no, no. If you don't see the color anymore, that's where the wavelength ends. <laughs> Color here, yes. Color here, yeah. This is how we revolutionize everything. Amazing. What else is really annoying? I'd say memorizing cell structure could be easier. Just make it That's simple not... terms. Stop. Science needs to stop using all these big fancy terms to make them sound smart. We just gotta break it down to their base element. Oh, so in uh, AP Bio, you know what we learned? We learned about like photosystems. Mm-hmm. And it's it's honestly dumb. Photosystems are stupid. It's how it's how light is turned into energy for a plant. And there's two photosystems. Photosystem one and photosystem two. So which one comes first, James? I'm gonna guess because you're saying this. I'm gonna say photosynthesis two. Photosynthesis two. I said photosystem. <laughs> yes, we bring in double the energy for the plant. <laughs> Photosynthesis, photo thing. Look, this is why I don't take AP bio workout. System, Jesus. Photosymptom number two. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. All right, photosynthesis. <laughs> whatever, whatever. I don't know why I can't say photosystem. Yes, photosystem. Photosystem two is the one that comes first. Why? I don't know why. Rename it. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just all it. The joke was I was gonna rename it to photosystem five <laughs> instead of one. Make them guess where the other four. Are. Just didn't understand how to say system, so I, I guess can say system. Basic. It's photosymptom one. Photosymptom. <laughs> it's the symptom of doing photosynthesis. <laughs> you know, apparently, uh, so I was I was reading, I was looking this up, because apparently this used to be like very popular. And in India, they had this, like, little story that everybody would tell you that, you know, the thing was to never sleep under a tree at night. Uh, because, what is it? One sec. Why not underneath a tree? Like, out of all the things not to sleep under. Oh, yeah. They, they said never to, uh, <clears throat> never to sleep at night, like, under a tree. It's because at night, apparently... And at night, only about half that carbon is released through respiration. So they, at night, apparently trees release carbon dioxide instead of taking it in. I see. That's why there was, like, apparently there was a story about some guy sleeping under a tree and then he was suffocated by morning, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, picture the logic behind that, like... What, where does 
how do you suffocate? Are you sure the guy just straight up didn't like die of a heart attack and they found his body no, next no. day? No, no. The, the autopsy said he died of suffocation. But he's outside. Isn't there like other oxygen? I'm so confused. <laughs> Whoa, what? Plants give out carbon dioxide not only at night, but during the day too? What the hell? So is there just no point of having trees? That's just don't it. sleep under... <laughs> just don't yeah, breathe wait, around I, the trees. I thought trees like, only release carbon dioxide or oxygen. What the hell? Well, we you see, science... Can we go back to time and just change the structure of biology itself? <laughs> Not the way it's taught. You know what? If I could do that, I'd make every food healthy for you. Hey, my man. That's how I'd fix biology. Just deny the That is the best addition anyone can ask for. Yep, you can just eat whatever and never have a problem with it. Even if you try to make something unhealthy, it just won't work. <laughs> no, GMOs aren't even possible. <laughs> Okay, actually, I want to talk about this. Uh, GMOs, they're like massively controversial. I don't understand why they're so controversial, because they sound really cool. Like... You prefer your food genetically modified, or do you not care? I think that if it serves a greater good, like, it depends on the situation. Because I know most things as of now is... Um, has so GMOs in them. Uh, most GMO food is basically just made to either last longer on the shelves or is like more pest proof or takes less water to see, make. See, the, I don't mind that. See, that's what I think that's what we should be moving towards is more and more of that because if you can make like, I don't know, an apple healthier to eat, like you get more nutrition out of it, I totally like mess I mean, with GMOs. Technically, technically all crops are GMO'd. Yeah, like everything is now. Like I remember no, doing like even even before GMOing, all crops are GMO'd because it's this this thing called uh, selective breeding. All right, I'm listening. I don't know what that so is. So you just like okay, if uh, in a watermelon, what do you like in a watermelon? Ooh, what do I like about watermelon? The red stuff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like <laughs> specifically, you like uh, you like that it's sweet, less seeds. I like it when it's not too soft, so like it feels weird, like the texture-wise is weird. I want that nice crispy. <laughs> You're a masochist. <laughs> no, um, I like the sweetness. I'll definitely go with sweetness. Okay, on this so one. we'll go with that. Okay, so basically, selective breeding is when you select one trait, we'll say sweetness, and you uh, breed those two trees together. So uh, let's say you grow like a hundred watermelons a year, but nobody likes them. They're too damn sour. Ugh, so that eventually, sound good. over the course of like a couple years, all you would have to do is select the two sweetest watermelons, breed their seeds together, and bam, that product will be sweeter. That is really cool. So yeah, uh, have you seen? Okay, um, I can't. I can't really pull up the image right now. But the uh, original image of a watermelon was absolutely barely red. Like, there was barely any red in the middle, and then way too much, like, so much white. And then the seeds were, like, pretty big, too. Oh, my God. Why does that yeah. look all weird? 
Yeah. It, it was a painting, but since then, watermelons have been genetically modified through selective breeding. Yeah, now they actually, like, look edible. And corn, corn used to be about two inches tall. Imagine only being able to eat two inches of corn. Like, that's, like, the one of the most American vegetables is corn. <laughs> Look, we don't eat a lot of vegetables, but, no, like... No, no, no. Okay, okay, listen, listen. Corn is America's vegetable second only to hamburgers. <laughs> Burgers, America's vegetable. Look, I'll break 50 kosher rules if it means I can get a bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> That's the solution. Oh, I didn't really... I think I learned about... I don't remember when I learned about this, but this was kind of cool. Is uh, that because refrigerators didn't exist back then, like we're talking about really, really early, because why would they exist? Um, pork was more likely to kill you because you were not able to, like, keep it cooled. And, you know, like, you don't have, like, the tenderizer or, you know, like, stuff you can do to meat now to keep it, you know, from going bad. So what... So they made it a kosher law because they thought God was trying to kill you when, in fact, if they just had a refrigerator, you could... They could have eaten pork and still been okay. I thought it was really cool. I just didn't know huh. that. I thought that was really interesting. That's really interesting, so, oh, okay. So for, uh, oh, okay, I wanted to say this. Let's talk about spices and why, uh, white, okay, let's not, how, like. Don't bring me into this. <laughs> I actually <laughs> no, use no, no. seasoning. Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain it. I know why, okay, I've learned Why did that. white people conquer the world for spices but don't use them anymore? Is that where you're going? Yeah, yeah basically. So, uh, so if you lived in, like, places like Sweden or Norway, or really anywhere above, like, far away from the equator, you didn't really need to preserve your food because your environments already did that for you. Because your environments were cold to begin with, so you didn't really have to, like, preserve your food. Make sense so far? Yeah, that's that sounds right. Okay. And then the hotter the climate got, the faster the food rotted. Yeah. So spices... Spices, I believe, back then used to kill bacteria. That's what they used it for. So, that's why a lot of people believe. That's why a lot of people believe that, like, washing their chicken is a lot of uh, very effective nowadays. But it really doesn't do anything. But it's like it's that culture. It's that culture built up. Well, you should still wash meats. Just wash before yeah, your. Let me wash stuff. Yes. Like, just wash them. And then throw a ton of seasoning on them. <laughs> don't Just be that person. Repellent. <clears throat> At least put salt. If you don't at least put salt, think, um, that's sad. I think capsaicin, the uh, stuff that's actually spicy in a pepper, capsaicin is harmful to bacteria, but for us, it just makes it feel like our tongues are on fire. I think our chemistry teacher was growing... I think they're called... China ghost peppers. I remember oh, China I being somewhere in there. I had one of those. Oh, you've had a ghost pepper before? Oh yeah. What's it like? Oh man. All right, you know where my <laughs> spice tolerance lies. 
Wait, do me? You? No, I don't think you do. How badly do you think I would freak out? Because you know I'm one of, for a flair of dramaticism. <laughs> How badly do you think I would freak it's, out? It's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Do you like think it, it genuinely feels like your tongue is burning. Oh, I can't wait to eat one of these then. <laughs> this is and, be then uh, and then there's pepper spray. Okay, I can stay away from that. I don't, I don't need that. I'm good. Okay, so these are the things I want to try. Like, I want to try these. Things. I want to get pepper sprayed in the face. You know, that's like. No, no, like I want to. I want to take. I want like eat some pepper spray or get pepper spray. Like, it's it's just on the bucket list. I'll do it. I want to be. <laughs> I want to pepper. Oh, did you know? Did you know that police have to get uh, pepper sprayed before they're allowed to use it? Yeah. That sounds like... You know what it should be? Every time you use pepper spray, you have to get pepper sprayed. And not... It shouldn't be a one-time deal. So, like, each time... Each time you spray somebody, you gotta get sprayed? Yeah, you know? For, like, you have to count how many seconds you pepper sprayed them for. That's how we, like, solve police violence. Is whatever you That's do to someone else... <laughs> whatever you do to someone else, you have to get that happen to you. So what if what if you shot somebody? You gotta get you shot. You die. <laughs> you die. <laughs> you Boom. gotta get shot in the same place. Exactly. You get the same amount of care, the same amount of treatment. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. And we're back. Sorry, I was running some technical difficulties. Please go on. I mean, some situations it is necessary. I'm not saying that it wasn't necessary. I'm just gonna say this is how we solve problems in America. <laughs> you know what? Anyway, moving moving past all of that, we we gotta you know revolutionize science. All right, let's see. I want to make physics less complicated. You've literally done nothing so far. I have. I have solved chemistry. <laughs> James, physics is easy as hell so far. I don't want to hear it. I want to make it even easier. I don't want to call it acceleration and deceleration. James, we are talking about arrows. I think arrow, arrow go left, arrow go right. One of the assignments was I literally to measure a boat and car. I meant physics as a whole. Not physics as what we're doing in class. Oh, okay. Whoo! Really thought you meant that. I was gonna go, like... No. I'd call every star pretty light. It's a new name for star. Pretty space star lights. Light. That's what it's called. They're called space lights. <laughs> Here's your yellow space light. Your dwarf, red dwarf space light. Just continue on this. No, no, no. Not not red dwarf space light. Red small light. <laughs> you know, they're like the biggest stars, right? <laughs> red dwarf? No, not red dwarf. Sorry, I thought you said red star. No, red stars are massive. Yeah, they're like huge. You ever heard of a super giant? Jesus. Yes, they are. They have some big stuff. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Big stuff. Big star. <laughs> super giant, the super giant. You know what? Now that I think about it, I'd love to see a documentary with a guy who does Patrick Star's voice. 
<laughs> Talking about Honestly, science. space documentary written by a caveman acted out by the caveman. Gafuka <laughs> fire bad. This is fire. <laughs> this fire. Fire good. Fire kill bacteria. <laughs> space fire. <laughs> That's what we need to do is take every, you know how like things in sci-fi are named after like space whatever so it's like space yeah. money or you know whatever space sword or whatever that's what we need to start space doing and, that's what we need to start doing in today's society start calling everything space uh do you have those space airpods yes i do space hair pods or airpods AirPods. no no hair pods that's what it is now you put a device in your hair Space hair pod. Yep. That's it. I said air pod, oh, you know, uh, but now we're changing speaking it. Speaking of space, you can live, I think you can spend one night at the uh, ISS commercially. Why would I want to go to ISS? Like, that's not where I want to go. School is boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, that'd be really cool. Wait, why would they no. allow it? The Earth is flat. Wouldn't that break their conspiracy? True. Like, you don't want people knowing that, you know, the Earth isn't, you know, round. It's a triangle. Oh, my God. Earth is now a triangle. Um, no, it's actually a pyramid being held up on a stack of turtles. Get it right? No, no, no it's like it. So the entire universe rests on one turtle's back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be great. We still have like 10 minutes before Kaboom. <laughs> let's check the news. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, you know how I'm a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons? Yep. So there's this book series called um, Dragonlance, which kind of revitalized Dungeons and Dragons in the, I want to say, mid-80s. And so, this is like a wildly successful um, uh, series. And so, apparently, they made a deal about two, three years back with Wizards of the Coast, which owns Dungeons and Dragons. So, you know, like, you know, like this book series that saved D&D. &D. Um, turns out, Wizards of the Coast didn't honor their deal. And now they're suing uh, the people who make Dungeons and Dragons. I just find oh. that absolutely hilarious. Jesus. Because they're blaming it, I think, on the allegations. Like, the reason why they haven't been able to, like, publish this book yet, due to the allegations of um, sexism and racism within Wizards of the Coast. I think if I remember that right. Ah. Uh, damn. Yeah. Once again, racism bums me out. It's 21 pages. Oh my god, I'm not reading this. This is so much... Jesus. Case document? It's just, uh... No, it's like the entire, like... Law, law document of just why they're suing. Oh. A lot of word stuff. Jesus. That's what happens when you break contract. Yeah. Remember, read every part of the contract, guys. 
No, don't back out of a contract once you. No, I said read every part. Oh yeah. No, just read every honor part it. before you sign, and when you do sign, you are legally bound. Do you know, uh, the boys? Slash, have you seen it? I have not seen the boys. Oh damn! I just finished watching it all. All I know is that Laser Baby, and that's it. Oh, that was a funny. <laughs> that was a funny scene. Scientists discover a new organ in the throat. Let's read this. What? Yep. I just saw the headline. All right, uh, instead of doing all that, can we just go back in time and tell them all of this? <laughs> no, it's too easy. Now I have to go back in time and fix whatever this new thing is called. Actually, what if what if an alien civilization came to Earth and told us, hey, we have the cure to all of your problems? What do you think is going to happen? Society would go nuts. I think that'd be total mass anarchy. Like, just imagine that there would be massive wars, wars like we've never seen. Well, there would be people like, hey, 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 give me that first, give me that first. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm you know, I'm yeah. Mad. It depends on like the alien solution for rolling stuff out. But then there'd be companies who want to profit off. Of course there's companies I want to profit off of. It's capitalism. Why wouldn't you? Or would the aliens give it to the scientists? First. Uh... I don't think they'd meet with the scientists first because if we're going to look at America alone, then we hate science a lot. Like, 50% of Americans believe that evolution doesn't exist. So, uh... Oh, I'm not kidding about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a lot of creationists out there. What is that again? Creationists? Oh, so it's yeah. the belief that God created us rather than natural evolution. And then of that 50% that... Oh, hold on. Only 50% of Americans believe in evolution. Of that 50%, I think a good, like, another half of that, or 25%, believes that evolution started from God. Like, God is the one that started evolution. And then there are just people who straight up believe. You know what I don't understand? People saying that you can't believe in both God and science. Well, I understand why they'd say that, because one naturally contradicts the other, but, um, you totally can. Well, when's, uh, when's Kaboom coming up? Uh, technically four minutes to Kaboom. Well. Huh. <sighs> Man, when there's a timer on this, it certainly makes everything harder to talk about. Oh my god, that's, yeah. Can we just skip to the five minutes part? No, we're not gonna skip to Kaboom. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up the periodic table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's look at more elements to change. Alright, we're gonna go in order. From hydrogen down to francium. Hydrogen, we already got it. Alright. Wait, what's the new name for hydrogen? It's not hydrobomb. Because no, it's that's half a half flinch. Helium. Voice go high. Um, 
Huh? That's the new name, Voice Go High. Voice High, okay. It's like Sky High, but for voices. <laughs> <laughs> Lithium. That's sh- called battery. <laughs> battery. We just call it battery. I don't know what beryllium does. Beryllium? Uh. Boring. No, no, no. Element go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Element uh, go. Boron. Boring. <laughs> Obviously, you got my boy Carbon. Alright, what's, what's the next one? Carbon? Yep. That's the whole Carbon. name. My boy Carbon. <laughs> My boy Carbon. <laughs> Nitrogen. Uh, uh, fast juice. <laughs> Is that nitrous? <laughs> yeah, that's nitrous oxide. Oh my god. <laughs> fast juice. We've already got oxygen in the bag. <laughs> what the shit you breathe in? Alright, next one. Fluorine. Fluorine. That um, reactive thing. Uh, no, 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 no. You gotta come up with something better. What is the properties of fluorine? Uh, it's the most reactive element, I think. Yeah, that's why I said... <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, high temperature plastics. Or sulfured hex- hexafluoride. You know what? Next episode, we're just gonna go through the whole periodic table. Just top to oh, bottom. Oh, God, no. Regardless of how long the episode goes. The first thing I do is change all the names for the letters to match up with the actual name. That's my first solution that I propose. Just make things Fair. easier to memorize. Iron, IR. Yep. Gold, GO. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Something we all want to do. Alright, we are about to hit around. Uh. Kaboom time. Alright, well, I guess we, uh. We're not there we yet. Know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We still got a little bit more you time. Oh. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are some funny naming elements that we could totally change? <clears throat> Uranium, boom rock. Okay, cool. We got that. Yeah. I want silver to be called shiny. Shiny. No, no, hold on. Take the entire D block. Sorry. Um, take all the metals. Just call them all shinies. Call no, them shiny, no, not shiny, and just separate the two. That. That. Silver, iron, and gold can be called shiny one, two, and three. Alright, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Yellow shiny, green shiny, and kaboom! This has been Professional Idiocy. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. Kaboom! This episode of Professional Idiocy was recorded on October 21st, 2020.